Hello, this is the Silver Dollar Man here, and I'm here with my co-host, Steph Scholl. Hi, and Scott, we have Shelly Jameson with us. She's with Fathom Realty, and she is the Spanish Fork expert. Miss Spanish Fork. <laughs> It's Queen Spanish Fork. Oh, Queen. Queen of Spanish Fork. Yes. That's how we will refer for you. No, we have the Queen of Spanish Fork. But seriously, like, Shelly, I've been impressed with your Instagram because you really give such great information to the people of Spanish Fork. Yeah. I make It's my job, right? If I want to know what's happening in Spanish Fork, I am the person to deliver that. And so people come to me all the time through DMs and everything, and they want to know, hey, what's going on over here? Can you tell me? And if I don't know, I find out. But most of the time, I already do know. I like that. <laughs> I love Spanish Fork. I've done some business in Spanish Fork. I love the atmosphere there and everything. Well, why do you love Spanish Fork? <laughs> Honestly, how I got to Spanish Fork is a funny thing. So we moved from California. My husband was going to UVSC at the time. We lived in Provo. Our kids were young. All of our intentions were like, we're going to go here and we're going to go back to California. So what part of California? Northern California. Northern. So I grew up in the Bay Area and then Sacramento. That's where I met my husband. And so we lived here and it was like we had one foot in, one foot out. It was just like, we're not here forever. So it's just whatever. We enjoyed our time there. And then my husband graduated and he got a job offer here in Utah. And I was like, okay, like here we are. So I knew nothing about Spanish work, nothing except that it was small. <laughs> when I moved to Provo, I thought that it was small. And then I moved to Spanish yeah. work and I'm like, wow, this is really small. So I knew nothing about it. We bought a house, not knowing where anything was. I asked a neighbor, I said, where's the post office? Like, I didn't know anything. Fast forward, I got really involved with the community and I just fell in love with it. Like we have parades for soldiers that come home and they ride on top of the fire truck and come down Main Street and everyone comes out with our flags. Like, it's just leave it to beaver. Where do you get that kind of hometown feel else? Steph, she knows leave it to beaver. This is back in my day. I know, right? I mean, you know, Wally, the rest of them. Yeah. It reminded me of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> no, cool. It sounds like there's a huge community there. People going out and supporting. Yes, there is. There's definitely like a population that has been there for a really long time, but there's a huge influx of people coming to Spanish Fork because they love what they see. We have the main street vibes and then of course we have the new coming we have target coming and we just had the hospital open a couple years ago so really it's like the best of both worlds you get that hometown feel but you still have the conveniences we don't have to go to provo or orem for everything especially now that you guys are getting a target hey when you get a target <laughs> yeah that was like the worst kept secret in town for sure everyone knew it was a target but they couldn't announce it because they had like non-disclosures so it was just like everyone knew but nobody could really talk about it until it, like it was officially announced by Target. So. <laughs> We're very excited for Target to open. And how long have you been there? I've been in Spanish Fork for, I think it's been like 13 years. Wow. So, a while. Well, you've seen quite a bit of growth yeah. there because there has been a lot of change in Spanish Fork in the last... There has. And I know a lot of people don't love it. Probably people who've been there a long time and it's not the town they grew up in. Yeah. But there's also a lot of people that love it now. And if they don't love it, I'm happy to help them sell their house and move further south. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> well, I brought up the social media before you do a lot of these posts and you did this video talking about like behind the scenes of Spanish Fork yeah. and this Spanish Fork 
University. Tell us a little bit more about that. So Spanish Fork has a program where residents of Spanish Fork, there's usually, it's limited to 20 or less, where you can sign up and over 10 weeks do a course where you get to learn everything about the city. Like we go to the Parks and Rec, we go to the water department, we go to the police department, all of it. We go behind the scenes and see what it's really like to work there. Um, And it gives us like a more well-rounded idea of what the city does. And when you're upset about the snowplow not coming through or whatever, you realize, well, there's only so many snowplows and there's only so many workers. And I was really shocked at the amount of like work that actually gets done in Spanish Fork with how little employees they have. So I think they're doing a fantastic job. Once you take that course for 10 weeks, you really see what goes on behind the scenes and like you can ask questions from the department head. It's just really involved. And at the end, we have a graduation ceremony. Oh, you do? Uh, so I got my What do they get? I got a diploma. And I was- A diploma? I called myself valedictorian. They <laughs> <laughs> asked me to give a speech, and so I did. So, I just love your personality, Shelly. I mean- <laughs> I mean, was self-proclaimed. I feel like we didn't introduce you right. So uh-huh. that you're the queen of Spanish Fork, that you are the valedictorian of Spanish Fork <laughs> University. We will start using those titles more correctly. Well, are there any misconceptions about Spanish Fork? Or what do you think people should know about Spanish Fork that they, you, um, they might I not mean, know? misconception probably are that like, it's a bunch of hicks and they all are into the rodeo, which there are a lot of people into the rodeo and everything. But I think really, I think sometimes when you think of a small town, you think of maybe it's really clicky. But I feel like for the most part, and maybe that was my perception, but once I got to know people who are from Spanish Fork, It wasn't that way. It was really just people are pretty genuine and pretty authentic. And I think if you show up as yourself, they're pretty accepting of that. Is there anything that's really exciting about it? Is there anything there? I know there's people there. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything? What what are some things you can do in Spanish Fork? Oh, well, of course we have the rodeo. We have Fiesta Days, which is two weeks long, really. We have the rodeo, which is usually five to seven days, depending on when When's that usually? So, of course, it's the Pioneer holiday, so it's July 24th. Okay. Um, So, usually, like, the few days before that, we have the rodeo, we have extreme bowls, we have... And then we have, of course, we have a pyre musical, which is really fun. And if you've never been to it, I'm not kidding when I say there's probably 20,000 people that show up. So, it's at the sports park, and they have a fireworks show set to music. It's really fun. And then there's, like, a live band beforehand, and everyone's just, like, chilling in the the park. Is that the 4th of July? No, it's the 24th. So it's oh, the Saturday 24th. before the Fiesta Day Rodeo. And they have all the food trucks come. So you come get food. You just lay out a blanket. You just hang out with all your friends. And there's so many people there. And we're just listening to music and relaxing. And then once it gets dark, the fireworks show starts. So fun. Okay, so when you said Pyro Day musical, I don't know. I was thinking maybe pirates <laughs> or whatever, like a music. But that's really cool that it's to the fireworks. Yeah, so yeah. it's called Pyro Musical. Yeah, okay. and so it's just they play like different songs the fireworks explode at certain beats and stuff it's really Man, cool and so. i know where i'm going this year it's really so fun forward. is it free of course it's free yeah <laughs> come get your dinner go to That's the food good. trucks and find a spot and you just hang out it's a fun it's a fun vibe beforehand yeah and so are like you're talking more about the summer things do you guys do anything fun for winter for mm. christmas well, of course, we have the lights, which is like the drive-through where you drive through with the lights and the music on your radio oh, and everything. Cool. That's a huge thing. And that's like kind of blown up. I think they said it's like 30th year or something. Uh-huh. And I would say in the last couple of years, it's really gotten big just because during COVID, we couldn't go anywhere. You had to yeah. stay in your car. So yeah. that's a huge thing. It runs from the day after Thanksgiving until New Year's Day. And how far is Spanish Fork from Provo? 
Oh, it's maybe 10 minutes. So if you wanted to go see a major college games and it's right there. It's super convenient. But and having lived in California where like it has like a Provo or a vibe as far as there's no start and stop of a city. You just keep going and there's another city. It's nice to go to a destination. And this is all Spanish work. And it's just like I said, that hometown vibe of it's its own little community. And we're really proud of that. I almost look at Spanish forces like the crossroads a little bit there and going south or going east, west. We are, the east, crossroads to like Moab like, and yeah. everywhere else. That's why, I mean, that's why I did business in Spanish Fork, but it, I've gone through Spanish Fork plenty of times, either if I'm going to St. George or I'm going over to Moab yeah. or where else would I go? Just Spanish Fork, of course. <laughs> <laughs> we've got our In-N-Out burger. We've got Target. I mean, we're moving on up. So, Do you have any like restaurants that are just local to Spanish Fork? There's one that is amazing, Casa Salsa. It's They have a salsa that's like guacamole and salsa combined. And I'm telling you, it's addictive. It's Everyone knows in town and people that leave town are super sad. They'll come there just for the Casa Salsa. So it's over by the Hive, which is a jumping place off of Main Street. So I totally recommend going there. It's I'm telling you, it's addicting. Sweet. And with, like you had talked about how there's the old timers, Mm -hmm. then there's new people come in. Is there a lot of new construction then in Spanish Fork? Of course. There's so much new construction. And that's where where Spanish Fork Happening started. My my blog post that I write every month that is so people know who I am. I saw a lot of people reaching out on social media like, hey, does anybody know what's being built over here on the street? And people, of course, are writing what they think. And there's all like 10 different options. And so I saw an opportunity to figure out what was being built and then report about it every month. And it just turned into this huge thing. And so people know me in Spanish Fork. I'm Miss Spanish Fork Happenings or whatever. So <laughs> Queen Spanish Queen, Fork. I'm yes. sorry. I'll correct myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's turned into something that I never thought it would. But I mean, I get a lot of business from it, a lot of business. And people just yesterday posted about how there's going to be a railroad crossing being closed. And people are already reaching out to me, asking me more questions. And because I pay attention to city council meetings and planning meetings and everything, I can answer their questions. So yeah, it is my job to know what's going on in Spanish Fork because people will reach out to me and then they learn to know and trust me. And then when it's time to sell a home, either they use me or they refer me to people. So I have people call me all the time that are like, I don't know you except for social media. Can you sell my house? So you were talking about city council and knowing what's going on. Are you involved in anything in the community like that? Yes, I am. So I'm on the Chamber of Commerce Board of Directors. I've been there for two years. I just got reelected to two more years. I love serving in the community and getting to know like the new business owners. We have like ribbon cuttings and uh we go there and we, I, every time I see a new business about to open, I'll go knock on the door and invite them to join the Chamber of Commerce. And of course, it helps me two ways because obviously I want them to join the Chamber of Commerce, but I also want to know what's coming when it's opening and I can announce it to the people who follow me on social media. And what's the population of Spanish Fork approximately? Uh, we're like around 42,000. And is it heavily agriculture? Is there heavy agriculture still there? No, not really. I mean, and a lot of people are really sad about that. Like the fields are all being built with houses and stuff. We've got plenty of land out county, like Benjamin, Leland and everything. But yeah, most of it's being filled in. We still have a lot of land, but I would say in the next 10 years, most of it will probably disappear. So do you see Spanish Fork growing immensely in the next 10 years, like doubling? I guess it just really depends what happens with Mm. the market. Obviously, things are slowing down and interest rates are slowing buyers down. But if we go back to what we have seen in the last two years, of course, I think so for sure. There's a lot of room for growth, but that also means a lot of traffic. And so we've got that push of people Mm -hmm. wanting it to stay the way it was. And, you know, landowners have the right to sell their land and developers want to come develop it. So, 
you know, the city has the right to zone it a certain way or not change the zoning. So, you know, that's why I always encourage people to get really involved with the city. If you don't like what's happening or you do what's happening either way, you need to go to the city and go to the meetings and use that time to talk to the city council and the mayor because they will listen to you. So with the growth that's anticipated, is it how, and always one of the biggest problems is roads. Right. Yeah. So tell us about how that's going to work. Well, there's a lot of projects under the way, under, on the way. First on the freeway, they are already in the process of building a new off-ramp between Spanish Fork and Spring Build. There's an overpass right now, and that will become an actual exit. It's 1600 north, or sorry, 1600 south in Spring Build. And so they're already... And it's in the works. They've finished the environmental study and now they're working on everything else. But it it involves railroad tracks and things. And everyone knows railroad tracks are yeah, a, a pain. They don't, they don't come help you really quickly. Yeah. So, and then a lot of the roads in Spanish Fork are considered highways. Like Highway 6 is a major road through Spanish Fork. It's mm. a state funded road. So Spanish Fork doesn't have a lot of pull on that. Main Street is a, technically a state road. We have Highway 51, which is a state road. So there's a lot of state roads that run through Spanish Fork that the city doesn't really have as much control over. We have to wait for state funds. But there are things in the works. If you get off the freeway at Highway 6 and there's a really long line to turn left towards Walmart, they're going to put two lanes there. That's already been decided, hopefully, this summer. They're also accommodating all the growth that's happening by Target. They're going to change some of the intersections there. They're going to widen Highway 6 near the McDonald's there. So there's a lot that they're doing. What They're doing what they can. I mean, yeah. you can only do so much. There's always going to be people that are unhappy with the growth and what's being done. But I feel like, again, if you have concerns, come to the city because they're willing to listen to you. And in my neighborhood, even we had concerns with the way they striped the road and they were widening an intersection. And enough of us came to a meeting. They actually changed the intersection. They changed the way it looked and flowed because it was made us nervous for our kids crossing the street mm. and things. So Spanish Fork will listen. Obviously, if they can do something about it within reason, they will. But sometimes a lot of things are out of their hands. Yeah. And I think that's important to know because I think too often citizens are critical, but most of the time they're critical because they don't have enough information. Exactly. And if they had more information, they would understand why something isn't working. Because exactly. I know sometimes I can get critical and say things like, why don't they do that? They should put a light in there. They should mm -hmm. do this. They should do that. But I don't find out why that's not happening. Yeah. And if I did, I'd probably find out they're not as dumb as I think. And that's where I come from is I read a lot of minutes and agendas and things. And if something really piques my interest, I'll go to the meeting. But most of the time I can get the information from the city or from the minutes. And the city even has a text line. You can text certain departments and they'll respond to you. So if you have questions, I'm like, you have, if you have questions, you need to do a little due diligence and follow yeah. up with it. Like we, it's obviously it's much easier to complain on social media, but I think it makes you unintelligent if you don't do a little bit of work. We live in a stupid it can make world. You look, <laughs> it can make you look a little small. Yes. <laughs> well, and talking about the growth. So I assume with the schools, have mm -hmm. they had to add a lot of schools? What's the school district like? there yeah so they they are in the process they just passed a bond like a couple of years ago i don't remember exactly when for more funds so they're building a new high school in spanish fork it's in the process right now they're building the school in one of the fields where the stadium used to be and so as soon as they finish building this school they'll tear down the old school so they can move everyone over they're going to rebuild springville high so yeah there's a lot of rebuilding that has to go on just because they were saying they weren't structurally sound mm. they're old with the climate that we live in it's not necessarily safe when we have active shooter situations and so they're trying to make sure those are all like those bases are covered to protect the children and is that the nebo school district it's nebo school district okay. yeah 
And is there a Spanish Fork High School? Yeah, there is. There's two. So we have Maple Mountain, uh-huh. which is in Spanish Fork, but it, most of Mapleton, all of Mapleton goes there because they don't have a high school in Mapleton. And then we have Spanish Fork High. And so do you say mm-hmm. someone's in Mapleton mm-hmm. looking to move yeah. somewhere? Do you help people when they're outside of Spanish Fork? Of course. My my specialty is Spanish Fork, of course, because it's my hometown and I'm really involved with the city and the community. But I work all of Utah Valley. I typically won't work outside of Utah Valley. In the market we just came from, it is not it's not helpful to me or my buyers if I have to be at your at a new listing every single day, like to drive there to, and then I don't know the area either. So I feel like as a buyer's agent, you really need to know the area, right? I can't guide someone through holiday. I don't know holiday well enough to say, this is where you should buy. This is the best place to move. But in, in Utah County, I know it pretty well. In Spanish Fork, I know it very well. I can tell you all about the neighborhoods and the schools and everything else, but Yes, I work all of Utah Valley, primarily South Utah County, but yeah, I work all of the valley. Shelly, it's been a pleasure having you here, the queen of Spanish Fork. So if you're looking to learn anything about Spanish Fork, you know it all, right? I try to. If you're moving there, you're leaving there, give Shelly a call. Mm-hmm.